Oh my gosh. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> um, we're a little nervous. I'm, I'm a more tad bit nervous. <laughs> a tad. Um, but we're really excited. Um, I'm Haley Herdman. I'm Naomi Yim. And we wanted to start this podcast just basically based off of our own experiences as college athletes. Um, we struggled mentally. Probably more mentally than physically. Yes. yes. Um, and yeah. So our first episode, we're just going to give a little bit of an introduction to ourselves and our experience, um, our individual experiences, but it kind of overlaps. Yeah. Given that we were inseparable for the first right. two right. years of two college. and a half years. <laughs> um, but yeah. You want to start us off then? Okay, so a little bit about about myself. I played at LMU, obviously, and I would just say that my experience there wasn't the best individually, disregarding everyone around me, which everyone was amazing. I met a lot of amazing people, um, made amazing connections, but on the basketball floor, I would say I was not thriving. Um, coming from high school it was night and day and I wholeheartedly trained specifically for physical everything physical for basketball but never thought about my mental health I I really didn't even know what mental health was to be truthfully honest and I think that was the hardest part for me in college like that's just the gist of it but Mental health for me became something so big um, just to what I was, how would I say that? I think almost just from like an outsider perspective, being able to watch you and you can speak on what you saw from me. Um, Just a little bit of background, I came in to LMU with Naomi, we were both freshmen um, at the same time, but we didn't even realize i was in my own therapy at the time but honestly we didn't pay attention to our mental health until things got to such a horrible point and i feel like i never even knew the side of mental health of going to therapy and having other resources to help you with your mental health i think Haley was the first person that i knew that even went to therapy and it was such a prominent thing in your life that it kind of opened my eyes to like how I can really navigate through my mental health issues but I think it's like I said like we waited till a point where things just felt like we literally couldn't see the light in life anymore yeah like the stressors of college basketball like Naomi said she trained physically I trained physically we literally trained like no other Mm -hmm. I would say like our freshman year I remember we were beating girls on the stairs yes. it everything physically for us that was the easy part yeah mental mentally like we were like drowning yeah um and i wouldn't i would say that it wasn't anyone else i don't want to blame anyone or anything like that um it was genuinely that i wasn't prepared for the mental aspect of college basketball mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot, I think that's the biggest reason why we want to do this because that is something that a lot of student athletes don't even know about or even take seriously until 
they get to a point where their performance on the court or the field isn't up to par yeah. to what their level of expertise is. So, yeah. yeah, totally agree. Making this podcast, I feel like we want to be a resource. We want to be a light in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And we want to remind people that they're not alone in this journey. And we're speaking specifically towards sports, but this can honestly relate to anything in life. Like everyone always tells us you're only an athlete for X amount of years in life, but the skills and the tools you learn will carry over into any job, any relationship you have. So the things that we're going to talk about, the people that we'll bring in, you know, we're uh, correlating it directly to how it can help athletes, but honestly, it can help anyone. Yeah. Um, And yeah, and I think too that a huge thing that we want to address as well is we don't want to scare anyone. We don't want to paint college sports as the worst thing in the world because it's not. It also brought a lot of joy to our lives. Um, I mean, this was what we've been working for since kindergarten. Like our goal has always been to be a college athlete mm-hmm. and specifically for us division one, which we both accomplished and right. high five to us. <laughs> and I, <laughs> we did that. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing for us is to just share our experiences, bring other individuals in who have the experience of being a college athlete, whether that's D1, D2, D3, mm-hmm. NAIA, it's all the same in my eyes. Yeah. And I think being a college athlete, period, is something like even playing junior college. That is another huge level of sports that a lot of people don't talk about. And I know a lot of individuals who play junior college and say their experience was the most life-changing thing because they had literally nothing. And that's, I think, the biggest viewpoint that regardless of how nice your gym is regardless of how much gear you Mm -hmm. get it's like mentally that is the number one component of how you succeed or the total opposite yeah mental health doesn't discriminate Mm -hmm. no matter what level of college sports you're at your age race gender anything mental health does not discriminate yes um and yeah i think Naomi came up with this, and she's a little poet, but we really want, we don't want to scare, we want to prepare. So everything, all the conversations we have, we really hope that our listeners can remember it, put it in their mental toolbox, and just kind of take it with them throughout their collegiate experience. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot with what we've experienced, it may not be. I feel like everyone's journey is different. Um, Everyone's journey has their different highs and lows, whether that's, you know, background struggles that you bring into college that you never even realized or you have never even played, obviously you've never played college sports, so you come into it with a high school mindset Mm -hmm. and that's another aspect of it. I mean, there's just so many different ins and outs to college sports. Yeah, and speaking specifically on that point, um, coming from, it's almost like the most opposite 
it's the most humbling experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like coming from speaking specifically towards us, which I would assume a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. We were the best on our high school team senior year. You're seniors on campus, you know, you on top of the world. Barely maybe show up to school. <laughs> <laughs> barely exactly. even bring a backpack. Um, yeah. and especially for athletes, like for us, we were committed our senior our summer going to senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. So while our friends were, you know, working on all those college apps, we were chilling. We had all of it none of that figured out for us. Yeah. Um, and that like puts you on a pedestal like, yeah. oh, I got it figured out. Like my coaches are texting me every day. They're like, we can't wait for you to come in. Mm -hmm. You know, when we went to go visit games and stuff, they treated us like Heaven. we're the freaking golden child. So to have that coming out of high school and then to be put into such a high pressure environment, literally for me it was literally a week after I graduated high school yeah like I remember I, I graduated like June 16th and we started summer basketball like June 26th or something yeah. and it was such a short amount of time um and such a quick turning point to yeah. being from so high so on top to just that reality check of being a freshman on a college basketball team if I could go back and do things a little differently i would 100 percent talk to the alumni or you know the upperclassmen senior juniors on how i can prepare myself mentally because i feel like my freshman year was all mental yeah ask anyone physical for me was not a problem i think i worked myself in high school with my dad enough that I was a hundred percent prepared physically but once I hit the mental toll of the ups and downs of not feeling good enough not feeling like I'm gonna be playing a lot um, having your value be based on your right a hundred percent like that is everything that I thought about is the value of who I was was my playing time how good I played how well I did in practice, like if I did bad in practice, it was going to ruin the rest of my day. Yeah. And it was going to ruin the next day. And then it continued to trickle down over and over and over. Yeah. I think that's huge. And something that we really want to portray um, throughout our conversations is just kind of being able to find a balance. We're learning that, okay, I didn't do too great in practice today, but I need to leave that on the court because I have to go to my next three classes and I have to do well in my classes in order to stay on the basketball team, to keep my GPA up, to be able to, you know, get my classroom duties done so I can do well on the court. So just kind of creating those boundaries and balance in life. Yeah. And go ahead. I think a lot of athletes in high school don't realize that yes, sports is not your entire life, mm -hmm. but in high school it is. Yeah. And as much as like you don't want to say that it is, it 100% is. Yeah. And it's, that's the same when it comes to college. So separating those identities within who you are is so hard, but it's so important because, I mean, I remember when we first started, it was only an hour and an hour of training and then like on the court and then training in the weight room. Yeah. 
but once basketball started full like even those two hours it felt like my whole day yeah. so was tired. filled yeah and then once it started October time for mm -hmm. us it was three hours on the court an hour in the weight room every single day plus going back to get extra shots up yeah. extra recovery and continuously playing games every week like mm -hmm. your schedule is filled with just the sport that you play yeah and I feel like so many coaches, advisors, everyone really tries to emphasize yeah. the student before athlete, but it's it's not like we. <laughs> it's sad. It really, but yeah. It's just the truth. Yeah. That yes, of course, you focus on your school, you get your schoolwork done, um, but your mind, even in the classroom, you're thinking about your practice. Mm -hmm. You're thinking about the next game it's if you it's can even say when during class yeah. <laughs> i mean half the time i was eating in class yeah. because we, i was coming from practice yeah. or i was preparing for practice so i mean i was always hungry we were always yeah, hungry always. um yeah it's it's really life consuming for sure it is i just think though even though these are all struggles we've had I think we're both in such a great place now yeah. to be able to provide this platform to exactly. people, to have a healthy mindset, to be able to see the light on the other side mm -hmm. and really be able to bring people on, you know, and provide young athletes or parents, coaches, anyone really who has an athlete in their circle, who's affected by an athlete, who loves an athlete, um, to provide resources for them to help those athletes in their lives. Yeah, and I feel like what I'm saying now is what I went through, mm -hmm. but my advice would be to do the opposite yeah. of what I did. <laughs> we're so telling you everything not we're to do. We're telling you like the bad and you know yeah. everything that we went through mentally and like what mm -hmm. where our mindsets were, but I would say to do the total opposite. Yeah, and a huge thing is too, we weren't aware that this was yeah. happening. We weren't aware how we were just anxious, going. how depressed, honestly, yeah. we were. We, we were, were just going. We were like an avalanche. Yeah. <laughs> we were just taking it day by day. Yeah. Like, what's tomorrow? What's going to happen tomorrow? But we didn't think past tomorrow. Yeah. We didn't think past what was going on now. Yeah. And it, like, consumed our minds. Mm -hmm. Like, and having, like, an outlet, having, you know, whatever that may be, it's so important. Yeah. So we just hope to really spread awareness. Mm -hmm. Be aware of the cues your body may be giving you whether that's over exhaustion yeah. dehydration like you're just so tense you know you yeah. can't take a deep breath yeah. just be aware of those things and we really hope that we can guide you through your journey or if you're out of it hope that we can provide some relatability and comfort through things you went to um but yeah i think our biggest message is just to spread that we want to inspire influence people to train their mental well-being in sports just the same way that they do their physical well-being physical training i worked on that for so long and that's how i became a division one athlete but not once did anyone train me to train my mental health i just think back to if we were to have that mental fitness side we would have been 
freaking unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh, it's a good man. thing. The world is ready for years. Shed. And that's so not to much. say, even if you are mentally strong, yeah. that you're not going to have bad days. Right. That's and everyone's going to have bad yeah. days. A hundred percent. Regardless of how much you listen to us. Yeah. Listen to <laughs> your therapist. Listen to anyone. Yeah. Like, you're bound to have bad days. It's just how you get back up yeah. and how, how you, manage you attack that. and manage the next day. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's it for now. Yeah. Until next time, with one of our time. amazing guests. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening, and we hope you'll stay tuned with our podcast and our episodes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to the Mental Health Training Room. We really hope you were able to relate to the topics discussed in this episode, as well as learn something new. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at mhtrpod and like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. See you all next episode.